Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. I'm the Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is going to be a good day. Why don't somebody just go and prophesy it over yourself? Something good is going to happen to you Today, something good is going to happen to me today. Something really good happened to me yesterday. Listen, I'm here in South Florida, Awakening House of Prayer on Sundays, preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils literally all day long. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. Isn't that what we're all after? transformation. You've got two different opportunities, three different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every single week. That first service, 1047 AM, is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. Or if you're not in the region, you can watch online at ahop.online. Go deeper with me become a web church member, tap into those virtual prophecy rooms, virtual healing rooms, pastoral care, prayer line, life group. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Check out ahop.online slash web church. Become official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. It streams exclusively at schoolofthespirit.tv because it's School of the Spirit at Ahop. Ahop hosts it. We're there prophesying, preaching, praying, worshiping. The current series is severing the roots of rejection. If you're in the region, come on over at 1.30 p.m. If you're not in the region, you'll watch that. Go register at schoolofthespirit.tv. That third service is a straight-up teaching at 4 o'clock. This week, I'll be teaching part one of discerning your prayer assignment. Get equipped. God has a great work for you to do. Today's devotion comes from Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, listen for it, You Can Tell Me Anything. You can tell me anything. And here's what I heard the Lord say. You can trust me. I am your confidant. I am your counselor. You can tell me anything. Share your God-given dreams with me, and I will help you bring them to pass. And the Holy Spirit says, share your fears with me and I will help you overcome them. <laughs> I, and the Holy Spirit says, share your prayers with me and I will help lift them to the Father. You can trust me. Seeing you walk in everything Jesus has for you, helping you reach your destiny in Christ is part of my mission. I am on your side. The Holy Spirit says, I am for you, not against you. Come on. That's an encouraging word today. Did you know that? Did you know that God is for you? He's always for you. He's always there for you. He's always waiting for you to cry out to him. He has something so good in store for you. I has not seen nor ear has heard nor has even entered the heart of a man what God has in store for those who love him. And that's you today. You qualify for that great and precious promise. Come on. Something good is going to happen. Today's scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy wherever you buy books, Mornings with the Holy Spirit. Let's get into the prayer starter. I need your help more than I realized. 
Please hear my heart and help me lean and depend on you as the lover of my soul. Deliver me from evil and help me become all Jesus died and rose again for me to be. Help me to trust you more. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we're so grateful that you are the trustworthy God. You can be trusted, and we thank you for that. We thank you that you are our personal God. We can have a personal relationship with you. You're not some kind of far off entity residing on the other side of Pluto. You are with us. You are in us. You are upon us. (laughs) We thank you, Lord, that you are very near, a very present help in time of need. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your direction. Thank you for your uh, illumination. Thank you for your instruction. Thank you, God, that you have it all figured out and you're working everything out for our good, despite our mistakes, despite our flaws, even despite our sin, you're working it out. You're calling us forth. You're raising us up. You're sending us out. You are working it out. So we praise the name of the most high God who sees the end from the beginning, who understands all things and knows all things and who loves us with a passion. We're so grateful for your love. We're so grateful that we can tell you anything and you're not going to chide us. You're not going to throw it in our face. You're not going to say, well, I told you so. Didn't I tell you not to marry that man? Didn't I tell you not to take that job? Didn't I tell you not to smoke that? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? No, we thank you, Lord, that you are a God who welcomes us with open arms. We can come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain grace and find mercy to help in a time of need and we are a needy people so we want to come all the time we want to come often help us lord help us lord help us lord to take advantage of your open door policy understanding and knowing that you're there for us no matter what we're facing you're there for us no matter what we've done you're there for us to cleanse us from all unrighteousness no matter what dumb thing we said what dumb thing we did what mistake we made you're there for us to help us to work out the kinks you're there for us to show us how to make it all right you're there for us to teach us the way a better way to help us learn from our mistakes you're there for us. You're just as close as we want you to be. So we trust you, Lord, with all of our heart today. Come on. We trust you, Lord, with all of our heart today. We say we will no longer lean on our own understanding. We will no longer leave you out of the equation. We will no longer run ahead of you with our big ideas. But we will submit our hearts to you. We will wait to hear your voice. We will wait for the green light in the spirit before we get off the starting line. We thank you, Lord, even when we're afraid. You give us a word, but we're afraid. You give us an instruction, but we're afraid. You give us a mandate and a mission, but we're afraid. You tell us to go, but we're afraid of the warfare. We're afraid of who might come against us. We're afraid of what we might lose. God, sometimes we're so afraid. We're afraid to surrender to your heart. We're afraid to to abandon ourselves completely to you. We're afraid sometimes, God, to do the thing you told us to do because we're not sure what's going to happen. We're not sure what kind of persecution we're going to face. We're not sure what kind of enemy is going to rear his ugly head. We're not sure. But help us, Lord, to be sure 
in your heart, to be sure about your power, to be sure about your allegiance to us because we've pledged allegiance to you and you are the faithful God. You've promised never to leave us. You've promised never to forsake us. You've promised these things and your promises are great and precious. You are not a man that you should lie nor the son of man that you should repent. You can't defy your own word because whatever you say becomes reality. So help us to put our trust in you when we're afraid. Not to allow the voices of naysayers to cause us to shrink back from your will, from your heart. Not to allow the voices of those who are doom and gloomers to talk us out of the promise, to talk us out of the mission, to talk us out of moving ahead with what you've put on our heart. Help us when we're afraid to trust in you. David said, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Wait, what? You mean David was afraid? Well, if you were facing a Goliath, you might have little fear in your bones, too. If you were being chased out of your kingdom, you might be afraid, too. Fear comes against our minds, but it doesn't have to get in our hearts. I said fear, the voice of fear speaks to our soul. It ministers to our mind, but we don't have to allow it to influence our actions. David said, yes, God, I'm afraid. And when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. And when David put his trust in the Lord, in the midst of his fear, in the midst of his pain, in the midst of his disappointment, in the midst of the broken heart from the betrayals, in the midst of his sin, when David turned away from the spirit of fear and toward the spirit of God, he was able to overcome. David said, when, I, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God, I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? Come on. That needs to be our heart posture. Yes, fear will come knocking on our door. Yes, fear will try to minister to our soul. But we can turn away from the voice of fear so that we can hear the voice of God. What can man do to me? <laughs> When my enemies came against me, they stumbled and fell. So, Father, thank you that we will overcome fear with the revelation of your love for us. We can trust in your love. Your love is unconditional. Nothing can separate us from your love, not, not principality or power or nakedness or peril or famine or sword. You love us unconditionally. You love us with a passion. Therefore, we can trust our souls in your capable hands. We can trust our finances in your capable hands. We can trust our health. We can trust our family. We can trust our careers. We can put it in your hands and trust you to take care of it to watch over it, to preserve, protect, and defend it. We're so grateful that you are so good, that we, you really truly are trustworthy. Lord, help us because all of these other voices come in to try to get us to stop trusting you, to stop putting our faith in you, to start questioning you. We don't want to be double-minded. Your word tells us if we need anything, we can ask of you. But if we're double-minded, we're not going to get anything. So help us to stop being double-minded, trusting you one moment and not trusting you the next. Hearing your voice clearly one moment and then letting some other voice minister to our hearts the next, talking us out of your will for our lives. We're not going to put up with it anymore. 
because we know the plans you have for us. We know we might not have the whole picture. We might not have the step-by-step play-by-play, but we know that you have plans for our welfare, not for evil. You have plans to give us a future and a hope. You've got plans. So we trust in your plans and we trust in the timing of the rolling out of those plans. There's a Kairos moment for your healing. There's a Kairos moment for your deliverance. See, the Bible says the enemy comes at an opportune time. Yes, the enemy comes at an opportune time, right? That word for opportune is Kairos. That means there's an opportune time. There's a Kairos moment for the enemy to attack and he discerns it. The enemy discerns his Kairos time. That's where where you get the blind side because he discerned you weren't looking because he discerned maybe you were already so beat down that you couldn't even lift up the shield of faith. And in that moment of weakness, that was his opportune time. The enemy knows his opportune time. The enemy discerns his opportune time because he's paying attention. He's spiritually alert. That's why Peter tells us in 1 Peter 5, 8 to be vigilant, to pay attention. Because that enemy of ours, the devil, is roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. He's seeking the opportune time in your life. But there's also an opportune time for God's blessing in your life. There's also an opportune time for God's healing in your life. There's a Kairos moment for your healing. It's going to come. We have to cultivate faithfulness, do good and trust the Lord. Cultivate faithfulness in the land until it comes. There's a Kairos time for your deliverance. There's a Kairos time for your promotion. Nobody can steal your promotion. The promotion that God has for you, it's yours. It belongs to you. (laughs) You say, well, that's not right because my coworker lied on me and took credit for the work and he got the promotion that was for me. No, that promotion wasn't really for you. You didn't really want that. It won't work out well for the one who did that, who behaved that way. God has something better for you. So Father, help us to trust you. When things don't look to be going our way, help us to understand that your ways are higher than our ways, that you're trying to work things out of us so you can get things to us, that you're trying to show us how to fight battles. You're trying to teach us how to lean into your heart. You're trying to make a way out of no way. You can and you will. We've got to give you time. So help us to commit our way to you. Because there's a way that seems right in the mind of man, but the end thereof is destruction. Help us to commit our way to you and trust in you and wait for you to move. Because we need a move, God, but we can't make you move. We can't compel you to move. You're going to move at the Kairos time. You're going to move at that opportune time. You're going to move at the perfect moment. You know when the perfect moment is because you're the perfect God and we trust you. We commit our way to you. We trust you and we know that you will act. You will bring it to pass. You will bring the healing. You will bring the reconciliation. You will break those addictions. You will do it in the Kairos time. So we're going to let our hearts keep your commandments. We're going to obey you to the best of our ability. We're going to walk in love and walk in faith, not by sight. Walk in faith, not by sight. We're not going to be overwhelmed by what we see happening around us. We're going to be more concerned about what you're doing in us. You're expanding our capacity to receive more from you. 
You're rooting things out of our soul that will cause us to fall in the next season if we're not prepared in this current season. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will trust in your steadfast love because your love is perfect. And perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out rejection. Perfect love casts out whatever needs to be cast out. So help us to lean into your love. Help us, Lord, to trust in you so we can be in perfect peace. Help us, Lord, to trust in you with all of our heart, not just some of our heart, not just some of our days, not in just some of our ways, but to trust you through and through completely, utterly, no matter what happens, come hell or high water, help us to take the stand. I shall not be moved. My God is able to make me stand. My God shall provide all of my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. David said, blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust. So father, we want that blessing. We want that blessing that comes from trusting you. Come on. We want that blessing that comes from trusting you. Come on. We want that blessing, the blessing that comes from trusting you. There's all kinds of blessings. Your word tells us you blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You've done that already. We are blessed. We are blessed coming in and blessed going out. But there's a special blessing connected to trusting. I believe it's peace. I believe it's joy. I believe there's a deep abiding to those who trust in him. So help us, Lord, because you'll never forsake those who seek you. We don't have to be anxious for anything ever. We don't have to be afraid. You tell us in your word over and over and over. Fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not, fear not. 365 times. You got one for every single day. When we feel fear coming at our hearts, would you help us to turn to you quickly and pray? When we feel anxiety ministering to our souls, the emotions at our hearts stirred in a negative fashion, would you help us? to turn to you in prayer, to begin to thank you for your presence, to let our requests be made known to you, to petition you, to cry out to you so that we can come into the blessing of peace that manifests when we keep our eyes on you, keep our heart turned towards you, meditate on you. You'll guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So fill us now, God, with all joy and peace in believing. Fill us now, God, to overflowing with a fresh outpouring of your spirit. Fill us now, God. Fill us. Fill us afresh. Fill us anew. Fill us, God. We need your power. We need your anointing. We need your strength. We need your grace. It's all sufficient. We need your presence. Fill us again, God. Fill us with your spirit. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Come on. God is good. Let's continue to press in. Share this with somebody. If you're coming on just now, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. Go ahead and share this with somebody. We're going to transition into this next segment. When demons come out to meet you. I want to, I want to transition. I want to transition up. I want to get into some warfare. We've been in the intimacy moment. We've been in the surrender moment. I want to go into the warfare moment. I want to pray teach you. 
Would you share this with somebody really quickly? Share it on your timeline, share it via Twitter, tag somebody, ping somebody, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. Get the word out. Let's go. Let's let's go. Let me take my sip of water and I'm ready to run. Hello, Loretta Huff. God bless you. Shoko Torabashi. When demons come out to meet you, you ever had that happen? One time, uh, Vanessa and I were coming back from Moravian Falls. If you know anything about Moravian Falls, it's a place of presence. The Moravians prayed there. 24-7 for 100 years, and it's quite a special place. We came back off that mountaintop and came into the airport parking lot, and this demonized woman uh, what uh, started to uh, make gestures, hand gestures. And inside the car, we could see that she was very irate, very angry. She wanted us to pull back, but there was nowhere to pull back. We were taking instruction from the man who worked for Hertz Rental Cars. He was telling us as far back as you can go. Well, she was livid. She got out of the car and came over and started cussing, spewing at the mouth, face red. I mean, she was manifesting a demon. It was rage. And man, I tell you what, it took everything we could do. <laughs> To not rise up in the flesh because she was on and on and on and on and on and on. You want a piece of me? And, you know, we were like, listen, we, we couldn't move the court. We're trying to diffuse the situation. We were trying to, to, to de-escalate the situation. She wouldn't have it. She followed us all the way from the elevator. She was trying to get my address off a box we were carrying. She said she was going to come visit me. She was making threats. She was clearly manifesting. I mean, I, I never see, I have seen, I shouldn't say I've never seen like it. This demon came out to meet us after a moment of glory. Sometimes when you come out of the glory, when you come out of the presence, demons will come out to meet you. This happened to Jesus. Look here in Luke 8, starting in verse 26. You know the story. So they arrived in the region of the Gerasenes across from Galilee. As Jesus was climbing out of the boat, I mean, he was just getting out of the boat. He didn't even have his foot on dry ground yet. He was just getting out of the boat. A man who was possessed by demons came out to meet him. Did you catch that? Jesus is just doing his thing, man. He's just doing the work of the ministry. He's just trying to accomplish his mission. And here comes homeboy over here, a demon possessed man. Bible says for a long time, he'd been homeless and naked living in tombs outside the town. As soon as he saw Jesus, he shrieked and fell down in front of him. Then he screamed, why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? Please, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already commanded the evil spirit to come out of him. The spirit had often taken control of the man. And it goes on and on and on. We know that this man had a legion of demons. Here's the point. Jesus was minding his own business. He was in the perfect will of God. And here comes this demon coming to distract him, coming to stop him, coming to get in his way. Now, we know, we know it was the will of God all along for this man to be delivered. 
Jesus only did what he saw the father do. But sometimes we don't look at it that way. Sometimes we don't look at it when someone manifests on us that it's a prayer assignment. Sometimes we get in the flesh. So what do you do when the demons come out to meet you? Well, first of all, this, I mean, this happens to me in Whole Foods, in the grocery store, right? This happens to me, come on, road rage. You've been driving down the road and all of a sudden somebody's, you know, making hand gestures and screaming and honking. That's, that's their demons, man. So what you have to do is you have to stay in the spirit. Don't get in the flesh because you can't fight the devil in the flesh. You can't go toe to toe with demon powers in the flesh. You got to stay in the spirit. Jesus stayed in the spirit, right? Then you got to take authority over it and bind it. Listen, you can't just necessarily cast out devils in the middle of Walmart. I'd love to do that. There's a lot of demonized people in Walmart. Whenever I go, oh, Jesus, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You'd love to do that. But you can't always do that. If they're not saved, they can't maintain their deliverance. So you just have to begin to pray in the spirit to take authority over it, to bind it in Jesus name. Right. So when demons come out to meet you, you meet them with the power of God. Did you hear what I said? When demon powers come out to meet you, you meet them with the power of God, which sometimes is manifested as the love of God. Sometimes that's manifested as the grace of God, the patience of God, the fruit of the spirit. Right. So let me just pray. Can we pray? Father, help us because whether it's through people or whether it's in the spirit, sometimes demons come out to meet us. It's not always flesh and blood manifestations. Sometimes we go into a new city <laughs> and we, we, we encounter demons in the atmosphere that try to stop us, try to put witchcraft on us. It's not always people. It's principalities and powers. We're going forth trying to do the will of God and the atmosphere is demonic and it's trying to oppress us. Help us remember not to respond to spiritual issues in the flesh. Help us, Lord, to take authority over the enemy that's coming against us. Help us, Lord, to bind the witchcraft, to bind the demonic atmospheres, to loose the kingdom of heaven. For we are glory carriers. We are kingdom carriers. We are uh, hosts of the Holy Spirit. Our body is not our own. We're the temple of the Holy Ghost. The power that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of us. So we don't have to bow to demonized people. We don't have to bow to demonized atmospheres, demonized climates. We don't have to bow to anything that's marked by the enemy. We only bow to Jesus Christ. And as we bow in obedience and as we bow in humility, our authority handles the issue, the power and the authority delegated to us squashes the enemy's plans. So father, help us discern what to do when we cut, when, when, when demonized people meet us at the airport, when demonized people meet us in the road rate, help us Lord to discern how to pray, what to say. Plead the blood of Jesus. Release the name of Jesus. Release the shalom, the peace of God into the situation. Or do we bind it? Do we lose angel armies? What happens when we go in these atmospheres sometimes is we're, we're caught off guard. We're talking about spiritual atmospheres now or even the situation at the airport. We're caught off guard. We weren't expecting that. We just came out of the glory and here comes this demonized woman. Caught off guard. So help us, Lord, not to be caught off guard because Jesus wasn't caught off guard by the demonized man. 
He wasn't caught off guard. He already knew that was going to happen. To his disciples, I'm sure it seemed to have slowed him down. But we know Jesus went just for that man because as soon as he got done casting out the devil, he got back in the boat and went back to the other side of the lake. It was an assignment. Sometimes what seems like an assignment against you is actually God's assignment for you. Somebody needs to write that down. Did you hear me? I said, sometimes what seems like an assignment against you is actually God's assignment for you. Let that sink in. Sometimes what seems like an assignment against you is God's assignment for you. Maybe you're the only one who can get that person free. Maybe you're the only one who can shift that spiritual climate. Maybe you're the only one who can move in the opposite spirit and speak life to someone who's provoking you. Maybe you're the only one that can reach that person with the love of God by by not by 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 refusing to swap evil for good. I mean evil for evil. Maybe you're demonstrating God's goodness to the person that's provoking you, to the demonized person that's arguing with you. Maybe your humility is what causes them to be disarmed and want to know what God you serve. So help us to discern and not be so self-centered where we're like, oh, well, this demon's on my way. Oh, well, this person's cussing me out. Well, God loves them. Maybe you came in contact with the person that's cussing you out so that you could pray for them to be healed and delivered from the pain that they carry from the rejection, the abandonment, and the betrayal that they suffered. We don't know everyone's stories. We don't know why they act the way they do. We don't know why they walk and talk the way they do. We don't know. What we do know is we are saved, sanctified, healed, whole, anointed, filled with Holy Ghost power. We have authority. So we have to be the responsible ones. We have to be the people who say, yes, I'm going to respond God's way. If I need to cast out the devil, I'm going to cast out the devil. If I need to walk in love and bless somebody who's cursing me, well, I'm going to do that. If I have to pray without ceasing to shift the spiritual climate and bind the witchcraft and push back the darkness, I'm going to do that. We have to discern when demons come out to meet us, what is the strategy of the Lord? That is my whole point today because it's not always the same come on pray in spirit you know that praying in the spirit will increase your discernment i have a new book coming out uh just in a couple of months you see if it's up on amazon yet it's called tongues of fire now, many other people have books called Tongues of Fire. It's not like my book. My book is different. I talk to you about 101 different ways praying in tongues benefits you. Yeah, it's there. It's coming out in April. Tongues of Fire, 101 supernatural benefits of praying in the Holy Spirit. It is going to be a barn burner book. It'll change your whole life. Amen. It'll change your whole life. Praying in the spirit will release more discernment in your life. It really will. It really will. Guys, let's hang out for a minute. I hope you learned something today. You doing good? Shout out. How you doing today? You doing good? God is so good. I want to remind you today's broadcast is sponsored by the Dream Activation Digital Pop-Up. Dream Activation is a pop-up. You can get in on it now. We're going to hold the class just in a couple of weeks. You'll be able to access the class forever, but you won't be able to enroll forever. 
This is a limited time pop-up opportunity. I might do it again later in the year, but I'm going to do it uh, just in a couple of weeks. I'm going to teach you how to discern your dream language, keys to remembering dreams when you wake up, how to unlock the mysteries of your dream life, prayers to break enemy interference over your dreams, decrees that set the stage for epic dreams, and so much more. There's a prophetic teaching, an activation prayer. And if you choose to, this is all online. If you choose to, you can also get it on a live dream interpretation session. And you can also get a copy of my book on decoding your dreams. Go over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash dream activation and get involved in that if it's going to bless you. If you need help in that area, I can help you. I know that I can. I know that I can. There's also some new classes at schoolofthespirit.tv. I'm going to tell you their titles just quickly um, because I want you to be aware of them. I usually forget to do this. There's a course called Processing Your Prophetic Revelation. It's part of the School of Prophecy at schoolofthespirit.tv. There is one called Should I Battle Principalities? That's in School of Spiritual Warfare at schoolofthespirit.tv. That's there this month. Also, Discerning Your Prayer Assignment. That's over there at schoolofthespirit.tv, discerning your prayer assignment. That's part one. There's a lot over there for you. School of the Seers is over there. School of Deliverance is over there. Uh, The School of Deliverance this month is Navigating Spontaneous Deliverance. All of that's there for you at schoolofthespirit.tv. I implore you, invest in yourself. Get equipped for what you're called to do. We've got some very unique offerings over there. And if it's going to help you, Go over there and check it out. Go over there and check it out. Amen. Let's hang out for a minute. I want to just give you just uh, 30 seconds here if you'd like to sow into this broadcast. If this is helping you, would you help us reach more people? We want to boost some of these posts. uh, But more importantly, we want to reach souls. JenniferLeClaire.org slash missions. We want to help people get rescued from sex trafficking. Uh, we help dig well water wells in Africa, feed hungry children, uh, help uh, addicts get uh, 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 delivered. But also we do have another need right now for our camera. Our main camera has uh, basically broken down. It shakes. It's dark. You might have noticed some of our broadcasts lately are dark if you're watching them. And we've got to get a new camera. And that's a $5,000 expense. If you can help us by sewing into that new camera, that's a specific need that we have right now. If you enjoy our media, if you enjoy watching my YouTube videos, my Facebook videos, if you enjoy watching our online services, would you consider sewing a seed to help us get that new camera paid for? Uh, that's You can do that through cash. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books, dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Hello, David Wiley. It's your first time, won't be your last time. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. The text to give is 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. 2161, text the word pray. Also, P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. There's somebody out there right now that you're a person of means. You could just write a check for $5,000 and that would be the end of it. Uh, So if you can help today, every little bit helps, do so. You can find all the ways to sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You could also use stars and stickers. Amen. 
God is good. So Father, I bless all those who are sowing today. We ask you to multiply this seed back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Would you please share this with somebody? If you're on TikTok, make sure you follow me. I've got a lot of stuff on there and more stuff coming. Instagram, make sure you follow me, guys. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, make sure you hit that uh, follow button. Uh, maybe you happened upon this in your news feed today. Uh, make sure you connect with me so you can remember or be notified when these things go live. All you on, on uh, Facebook and YouTube, follow me on TikTok. Follow me on all these platforms because there's different there's different content on all the platforms. There's a little bit of crossover, but there's different content on each of the platforms. So check that out. God is good all the time. You can get on my email list at jenniferleclair.org, or you can also text the word profit to 844-764-0262. That's where you get other stuff that you don't find here discounts and all kinds of stuff and articles and videos that I feel that you need to be graced with. Text the word profit to 844-764-0260. We just put that up on the screen for you. 844-764-0260. They just changed my number, so I can't I have to have it memorized it yet. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. That's a prayer movement uh, endorsed and supported by Cindy Jacobs, Lou Engel, Mike Bickle, Dr. Michael Brown, and so many others. Listen, we're having an Awakening Prayer Hubs interest meeting. If you're wanting to learn more about Awakening Prayer Hubs and what that's all about, you can sign up for that at jenniferleclair.org slash events. Awakening Prayer Hubs interest meeting. This is not for existing prayer hub leaders. You already know the vision. You have opportunities to ask questions all the time. So uh, that's not for you. It's for people that have, you know, they're considering joining. They've heard about it. They uh, sort of want to know more about it. I'm going to be answering questions. JenniferLeClaire.org slash events. We're in South Florida. Our church awakening house of prayer is there. If you're in South Florida, make sure you come for one of our three services, 1047 a.m., 130 p.m. or 4 p.m. That 4 p.m. has no worship. It's a straight up teaching. So if you're in there, if you're in the region, come on over and just hang out with us. Prayer rooms, Monday and Friday night. All right, guys, if you're on Instagram, TikTok, make sure you follow me. Same with Facebook. Make sure you're alerted to these broadcasts. Same with YouTube. I love you guys. I really, really want to help you. Really want to see you break through. Really, really want to see increase in your life in every area. You know, John, the beloved said, I wish that you'd be in health and prosper, even as your soul prospers. So God bless you. I will see you tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.